Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. It is absolutely. Um, Jim, we're coming up to the hundredth anniversary of the Leaving Cert, and a lot of people don't know that the first Leaving Cert equivalent was back in 1926. My God! Um, and it, it was developed in a time of, of the Industrial Revolution. And I suppose a hundred years later, we're very the, the Industrial Revolution is nothing but a memory now at this stage, and we're operating in a very different society. And if anything, the COVID-19 has exposed is the over reliance on this exam, and because of that, it has also allowed us, I suppose, given us the time to examine what it is we're teaching, how we're teaching, and ultimately what we want to achieve by um, a a reformed senior cycle. Uh, Two things spring to mind, uh, and maybe I'm I'm way out by the side of it. One thing that jumps out at us every year is is the pressure that it puts on students and, and parents, and naturally enough, and teachers. But the other thing is the whole concept, the whole approach, rote learning, for instance. Talk to me about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at when you look at NAPD undertook extensive research back in 2018. So this was even pre-COVID. And it found that 87% of students reported that they felt stressed always or most of the time. And what I've noticed as a school principal over the last two years was that that stress was taken out of the situation. Now, my teachers kept teaching and my students kept learning. Um, and so, so the world kept spinning over the last two years because the stress of the terminal exam was taken out of it. And what we're looking for really is a student-centred approach to this. I mean, there's a massive opportunity to overhaul the Leaving Cert from this rote learning, content-based curriculum to one that's skills-based. You, you know, to give, our students to, to, to give our students those transferable skills that they can move from second level into third level. And, and I feel that if that happens, skills-based and competency-based, there's going to be a far lower dropout from third level. I mean, if you look at some of the computer science courses at third level, there's up to an 80% dropout in those courses. And why do you think that is? I think it's because our students are in class, um, whatever, six hours of learning every day and they're rote learning and they're not being taught the skills, managing themselves, managing information, working with others. They're not being given the skills that are needed to, I suppose, survive in a third level environment. Now, all of this, I feel, is, is, is moot unless the CAO system changes. We need to decouple the leaving cert and the terminal exam from the CAO point system, which ultimately is controlled by third level. So there is... There there is a, an aspect of Catch-22 here that the full system needs to evolve. And, and what we are looking for, and I know there's, it's very common in the media d- these days, we're looking by change, for, by change by evolution, not revolution. You know, this needs to be incremental, meaningful change rather than a one-stop fix um, that, that, that will see the same stuff happening in another five, ten years' time. And in broad terms, uh, are your colleagues from around Wexford and across the country uh, in favour of the, the way we're going at the moment in, in the talk stages. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's probably a lot unknown. I know that the NCCA has delivered a report to the Minister. Um, I've said this on several occasions. My my one caveat with that report is that the vast majority of senior cycle reform um, work with stakeholders is done pre-COVID. So I would hope that there's an addendum to that report that will actually look at the impact during COVID and post-COVID as well. There's not a single principal or deputy principal or teacher colleague that I've spoken to that that's not in favour in some form or another of, of, of meaningful, you know, avoid tokenistic but meaningful um, senior cycle reform. And ultimately what, what we all want for our children and, and you for your students and so on is to turn out rounded adults who are capable of going out into the world and dealing with life as well as academia. 
absolutely you want responsible resilient young people that are leaving what what's happening is there's such pressure on our young students it's the, and stress is good a little bit of stress is good but what's happening is the junior cycle has changed the way that we teach a junior cycle and we're developing key skills we're developing uh, pillars of well-being and then all of a sudden it's almost like i said this to minister foley last year at our napd conference it's almost like we put the cart before the horse that we're developing all of these key skills up to third year and then we have to return to rote learning for a terminal exam that perhaps now there's a massive opportune time now to continue on that skills-based competency-based teaching and learning up to leave and search when when might we see change uh, real change that you want to see happening yeah, it, like it, it's going to be incremental. It's not going to happen overnight. Like junior cycle has been rolled out since 2014. However, what COVID has shown us is that when you look at predicted grades and accredited grades, it has shown us that I get very, I get frustrated very often, Jim, with with education, and it's a slow moving cog in terms of 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 change. However, the last two years has shown us there's an, there's a willingness to change. That teachers are incredibly adaptable. That school leaders will absolutely row in and put their shoulder to the wheel, and um, when it's for the benefit of our students and I feel that once this gets started there's an appetite for it and hopefully the next generation of students throughout our school will, will reap the benefits of that moving forward Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, News and Your Views